Thank you. 
There we go. Mike's back. All right. Is the mic? We got a little excited there. We got a nice outfit going here. We're all good. Man. I don't know where he went. I know he's here. Everybody in the house. Coach is asking me where everybody is. Uh, I'll tell you where you need to be. MVP Arena. I will. Uh, I'll tell you this also. We decided to take advantage of MVP Arena's amenities, like air conditioning. We saw we saw some heat warnings coming earlier in the week. We decided to move the block party inside the atrium. Still got ice cold Miller Light. Still got great live music from the cover-ups, one of my favorite local party bands. Uh, still got a chance for you to buy the brand-new fan jerseys, finally here. Look at finally these. Finally in the hey, hizzy. Hey, look at these. In the hizzy. Here to go. We've got the, Those are sick. The Empire logos ready to go. Real nice. Uh, you want Levacnus, Coach Hal? You're going to get some Levacnus tonight. It's going to get Levacnus. Look like the number 22 <laughs> for the season, for the year. So uh, I'm gonna look like I look. a lot of people have stopped me in the hall. I'm like, Hollis, you know, shut down. How you doing? I'm like, no, I'm not Dwayne Hollis. I know we got the same moves and we look alike, but no, not the same dude. Hollis Island, that's yeah. not you. Hollis, okay. you know, I'm like Hollis Continent. If he's Hollis Island, <laughs> you, you want to do it? Go ahead. <laughs> there it is. Is that what you wanted? Or? Want, that's what I wanted. You deserve the drum. Yeah. All right, I'll do it again. I'll do it again for you. You can do it right. Well, if he's Hollis Island, I must be Hollis Continent. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> it is the uh, Albany Empire pregame show hosted by Tom Gozlowski the uh, third. Sometimes, sometimes Jeff Levac is allowed to be part of the show. Hey. Um, yeah, the jerseys are here. We had a big night, just like on fan amenities. So the first two hundred and fifty through the door. I didn't. This was. I wanted to make sure we had these uh, before I even said it. So our friends at Trophy Case have made cards for our guys. So the first 250 people through the door are going to get a pack of those cards today. Whoa. Um, so there's two separate packs, right? But what Trophy Case did, which is really, really cool, is you know what's in each pack, right? So it's not like when you go buy the you know the card, trying to get the, trying to get full team, trying to get full team. If you end up with both packs, you'll have the full team. So you'll get one for free if you're one of the first 250 through the door. You go over to Section 101 or 118, you'll be able to buy the other pack. Uh, for ten dollars, if you're one of the people after that first two fifty, both packs seventeen dollars while supplies last, and uh, there are going to be partial proceeds donated to twolife.org from those sales. That's right. Well, I'm rocking the pink today. It's so many cool partners about part of this show today, part of the game today, trophy case and everything. Wow, what a great lineup we've got! It is going to be yeah. And then <laughs> there's but wait, there's, there's more. more. <laughs> <laughs> there is the uh, the special uh, pink game shirt. It's a uh, one time only. We're never going to make it again exactly like this. Uh, pink Albany Empire logo on the front. And on the back is the two life logo 
uh, with um, just this amazing. Uh, we shared it on social. If you yeah, want to check yeah, it out right now. Yeah. yeah Gaz did his job for once and shared it on social. <laughs> <laughs> but on the back, it's just this amazing uh, quote from one of the, the great videos that 2life.org had to offer, uh, honoring the past, treasuring the present, empowering the future. That's what 2life does. So um, very excited about tonight. Um, special guest, uh, ho- like not host for the show, um, honorary captain and coin toss tonight. Very special guest. I'm not gonna. Ooh, you're not gonna say it. They have asked me to keep that on the hush hush, the the down low, because they're gonna surprise everyone when they run out there. It's one of our favorite people. I can tell you that right now. Whoa! And no stranger okay. to Empire fans. I can tell you that as well. So a lot, 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 lot going on. Then we're gonna honor some survivors at the half and and everything. So just um, a lot. You know what? A lot. There's a lot happening. If you're watching us right now, come to the game like LeVanx at the Black Party inside in a fantastic matchup because today there is a possibility that the Albany Empire could not just win against Orlando, but clinch that home playoff game today. That is possible with a win in some other variations of scenarios to play out across the league. But I feel like that is, look, you're going to every game trying to win. To have all of those things happen surrounding the game plus a potential home playoff game get locked up on a Saturday night, that seems to be the overwhelming storyline for the game unless you feel like the comments and our well, just, people just, watching feel differently I just, about I just it like, yeah. i want to say daniel rossi how much are the jerseys tommy gross our guy 65 then tommy gross fires back with uh, the i was expecting them to be 100 guess what tommy i don't like making a liar you you can pay 100 for your jersey uh <laughs> <laughs> no you know what we we got a great deal through our uh they're, they're made by the exact same people who make our uniforms uh sweat sacrifice success is the name of the company triple s and uh, they give us a great deal, so we're passing the savings on. We could have charged $95, 100 That's what other people have done for these jerseys. We said, no, we don't, uh, we're not going to do that. We're, gonna, we're not going to mark up that far. You know, we're not, if we were trying to get rich, we would not own an arena football team. So, that, <laughs> so that's just – I just wanted to say that. I'm sorry. Oh, good. Uh, hit Daniel's last comment if you don't mind because I know that's you kind of – Okay. You kinda had, had this. Daniel Rossi. Yeah. What do we need for a home championship? Cobras to lose out and we win out? Uh, we went out, they lose one. As long as the Cobras lo- lose lose one more and we went out, we're in. We got it. The top seed would go to the Albany Empire. For that home playoff game to be clinched this evening, Albany wins, Jacksonville loses. So simple and easy is that if the Empire win their final two games, they do clinch a home playoff game. That's locked in. But for it to happen today, Jacksonville loses, Albany wins, Locked in the semifinal round will start in Albany. And like you just said, LeVac championship is very possible to also be here. But again, a lot of things have to happen for that. But Daniel asked the question. We answered it. I legitimately hate this week's schedule because everybody's playing at the same time. I would love, 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 love there to be separation so that so that, you know, we finish our game and that or like maybe we get to see a game last night, whatever. I guess it's good for the standings, you know, because you're seeing how it's all going to play out real time. Like you're still, you know everybody's still alive to a degree and everything but man i'm uh I'm fired up it, it's I a little want to see them all yeah it's a little too much of an advantage if a team got that friday or saturday especially the next two weeks right because you could kind of play your lineup a little bit different right. there is something hopefully fun about potential scoreboard watching over the next two weeks and if you join us for the game broadcast or you're in the arena and you're on your phone and you're finding out how these games are shaking out that is going to be what's great about this especially with such a competitive finish here to the end of the season where we saw a lot of teams improve San Antonio has improved. 
Uh, Orlando's an interesting spot. We can cover them a little bit later as we go through this pregame show. But they're in the crosshairs, right? But with <laughs> with Columbus and Carolina and Albany and Jacksonville, all those teams have showed at points this season that they can hang with the best or be the best team in the league. That's why the playoffs are going to be so good. Well, I think the Columbus thing too. I mean, that defense has been has been superior all year long, but now you got Mason Espinosa back. You know, and uh, you know Carolina, they uh, look a lot like a team that we used to represent. Um, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> do we want to do it? Because I, I think I, we I've have been going to. Back I mean, and forth I mean, on the Carolina I mean, thing today. Our, our boy Rich Kapner, Uh <laughs> We can take the win without trying to buy the win. We have the best roster in the league. Well, I mean, it's not like our guys play for free. I'm not going to say that. I do think it's 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 uh it is a familiar roster down there in Carolina right now. So for those that might have missed the news, just to reset, right? Former Empire quarterback Tommy Grady and two former wide receivers Joe Hills and Malachi Jones this week have announced they're all signing with the Carolina Cobras. They are expected they have this to, weekend tonight. They have to. Well, they have to be on the roster. I know they're all there. They're all they're all present, accounted for. Uh, you've got to be on a roster two weeks before the, the this postseason to be able to play in the postseason. So I believe that they will play tonight, and we'll find out. We'll see. So, I mean, I'll have to watch it later. I'll be very busy, you know, bringing doing your job, right? Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, hey man, you know, nothing against the rules. Didn't do anything against the rules. Um, you know. Majority owner of the Empire, Mike Quarter, myself, we were the, the organization. We were asked, "Do you have any issue with lifting the suspension for Tommy Grady?" Um, honestly, Mike and I don't have any issue with with the you know the former quarterback here. And Mike was like, "Yeah, let's get him out there." And just because he's not playing here doesn't mean he deserves to play. And uh, here he is. He's gonna go. He's gonna he's gonna play. So that's from the Grady side of the suspension was lifted. Malachi Jones and Joe Hills were just free agents, and they decided correct, okay. correct, yeah, and even like. Even like I know the one of the things I saw in the transaction report, people were like, "Well, Albany releases Grady." That's a formality. Like you can't be released for a team while you're on suspension, even though it was a league suspension. But remember, Tommy Grady told each and every one of us and anyone who listened last year that that was it. He was going to retire at the end of the season. Never anticipated the opportunity for him to play here again. And then obviously things went the way they went. Um, but when he decided to play again and I, it kind of it, I, it kind of befuddled me that people were so caught off guard by it. Like this is an NFL roster move, you know. You 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 go, you play, you play. You have a guy like Jonathan Bain who is just lighting it up for you. He gets hurt. You see what you can do with your locker room, your top team. Okay, it's not working. Let's look what else is out there. Oh wait, here's a here's a league MVP. Here's a championship quarterback who's available. Well, let's see if he's available. Let's talk to the league, and then bring him in. That's those kind of things like that happens all the time. Yeah. And to the Grady getting unsuspended like that side of it's a little bit surprising because it's so late in the season. But when it decided to, OK, he's coming off suspension. Where is he going to go? Carolina made sense in the landing spot. Once the suspension news was announced, it's like, OK, Albany's having Sam Castronova quarterback who's been fantastic this season, who's in the conversation now for the MVP of the league, along with Darius Prince. Um, Mason Espinosa, as you mentioned, comes back to Columbus. Jacksonville's kind of been all over the place this season with quarterbacks and what their play's been like. But it just seems to be far more likely that would have been Carolina. So once that news was announced, it made sense. I like how you mentioned that the retirement storyline was there, too, because here locally, CBS 6 had mentioned that he was unretiring. And that's how he uh, that's that was the tease for their newscast. Some people will get that joke. We'll just leave that there for the people outside Albany. (laughs) Well, no, it's, you know. And you know, here I'll give you here's here's an inside scoop that you'll only get 
on whatever the hell this show is the called. The pregame show hosted That's, by LeVac and Goss. I'll just call it LeVac and Goss. For, okay. It's easier for me. Tommy reached out, said, hey, I see there's some caca online. Got nothing to do with me. It's all love. Wish you guys nothing but the best. Hey, so, okay, I, I got to stop that, sir. I, I appreciate that you shared that, but is that pre-signing, after the signing? When is that timeline of after when you reached? Signing. Okay, okay. I mean, by then he was probably already aware of the fact that Mike and myself and anyone who would, they asked here in Blue and Orange said, let the guy play. But no, you saw, you saw. There's, I mean, anybody who's online, you know, <laughs> you see it. There's, there's some animosity out there. There's some people who don't think I'm a very nice person. You're right. Um, no, so Tommy just sent me like a really nice, nice text of like, "Hey, you know, it's got nothing to do with me. Just want to play football. All love. Best of luck to everybody up there." And I wrote back, "Same here. Never say anything bad about you. Can't fix what happened in the past right now, but uh, not going to say anything bad about you. I, I you know, I, I respect and appreciate your ability to play football. So go get them." Except for hopefully lose to us. I didn't say that in text, but right. I think it was implied. Uh, yeah, it's the better <laughs> side of it. The reason I even like danced whether or not we would talk about it on this pregame show is because of how the schedule is now laid out. Is that if you're an Albany Empire fan and if you love watching the Empire and you're fans of Tommy Grady, Malachi Jones, Joe Hills, just because of how things are now going to lay out the next month, the only time it's likely or going to happen if these guys come back to Albany is if that scenario plays out where the Empire get the home field advantage throughout the playoffs and Carolina gets to the title game like that's the only way that's going to happen to where we see these players come back and a lot of things have to happen now how some, great would that be though? like how right? it would be the best it would be the like, best case there for the league I would say like just as that like to, you take off the president thing and the team and whatever Tommy Grady and Carolina Cobras versus Sam Casanova Darius Prince the Albany Empire oh, for the championship and I mean, potentially here at MVP. Don't get me wrong. But anyway, you slice that up. That's that's that is a must watch. And to add to this, remember that would be the weekend of thirteenth. Why well, I'm saying the thirteenth is because this year there is a bye week in between the semifinals. Yes. Yeah. Because what that's that's typically what there is. Yeah. There wasn't last year because with starting the season late and everything else, you had to squeeze in time wherever you could. Well, with that juicy storyline potentially on the table, that week of hype leading up to the NAL championship, if it ends up being Albany, Carolina, and Albany, is only good for the league. And that's kind of like where we sit on this story yeah. is that even though we're talking Albany or Orlando today here inside MVP arena and what the matchup means and the playoff, it feels, and this is, I think you'd agree with this, even though you're the president of another franchise, it feels good for the league. It feels good that like oh, uh, people yeah. are talking about it, even though it's not always positive, you know, people are talking about it and there's some really good social media push on what's happening and three games today, the social media watch on, YouTube and fans in the stands on a Saturday night and so all that stuff is good. It is good for the league when it stays classy and everything else. Yeah, and, and I mean you talk about good for the league. Like so obviously we'll get into the matchup for tonight against the Orlando Predators. You know you're going to the postseason if you're the umpire. So you kind of get the opportunity to just kind of take a gander up ahead. And when this kind of thing comes together, you can't how do you not look up ahead? <clears throat> if if the four hold serve as I think most people will assume will not not necessarily one two three four where they are but the top four teams are the four teams in the playoff. You are looking at a postseason of arena football with Arvell Nelson, Mason Espinosa, Tommy Grady, and the man who is in the lead I would believe right now to be MVP of the NAL this year, Sam Supernova Castanova, 
as your four quarterbacks in the postseason. <laughs> oh, by the, way, by the way, we got Warren Smith Jr. hanging out over here, too, just in case you need him. <laughs> just in case you need a little extra, you know, something for you, a little something, something. Like, that is – you can't – you just can't draw it up that way. That's like no. going. That's like going into the NFL playoffs and just being like, "All right, so we're gonna have Brady Allen, Mahomes. Like we're only gonna have the top of the top. Like it's only gonna be the the Pro Bowl roster quarterback in the postseason. That's what that's what we have the potential to be. So, yeah, it's exciting. And Jacksonville's got you know two titles in the NAL. We've got one. You know, Columbus is always in it. And, uh, you know, the Cobras are right there, too. The Cobras have got a, a title, too. So, can't get along. We're about to get it on. And now, in the way, these rowdy little uh, these rowdy little little visitors from Orlando coming up the coastline are probably our most natural and longest, you know, Albany rival, the Orlando Predators. I don't feel like the word trap game exists in pro sports because you're dealing with professional athletes. Like, this is their job. They know what they're supposed to do. But if this was the college level or high school level, you would see. No, I'm sorry. This is the best thing okay, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got, we've got, we've got warring sections. Kepner, 107 is the loudest. Section 107 is the loudest. Alec Bell, <laughs> section 106 is about to be the loudest section here tonight. I like the battle of the sections. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I want, if your section is not represented yet, you better get after it. Oh, Dale Rossi. I sit 106, but 105 is the best. Oh, t-shirt time. T-shirt time. Yeah. Let him know. Yeah, we got some T-shirt tosses coming up. Get after it. I, I will tell you that as of this moment, going into the game, this is the best-selling game we've had all season. Let's go. Knock all right. Up. There's still plenty of seats, plenty of great seats available. Um, But I like, I like this. This is my kind of party where it's like, this is what an Albany game is supposed to be about. It's not about... Are we the loudest crowd? It's like, oh, no, we already know that. Now it's I'm louder than you. And at the end, we'll all throw back some Miller lights and have a good time celebrating that we shook the Predators. I like this. This from, is fun. From the first quarter all the way through the fourth quarter, hopefully that crowd will continue to stay into it. And hopefully the offense for the Empire gets firing out of the gates quick. And it kind of goes back to that storyline about the bye week, right? So colleges and high school, if yes, you have 120 that. in the house, let's go. Okay, Steve, 120. Steve, we hold our own in 120. He's not, he's not backing down. Do you buy what I'm talking about here about that these pro athletes don't have a letdown? Like, this isn't a trap game, it feels like. Although the elements around it would say the clues are leading to this being a trap game because a lot of things we said, playoffs, implications, things happening off the field. I don't feel like it's a trap game, though, for Albany on this Saturday night. That if there is one criticism of the Empire, especially the last two years, slow starters. Yes. You know, and, and you could argue that sometimes it's a slow starter because you're like, well, we're going to win this game. And then you go out there and it's like, oh, wait, they get paid too. So it is, you know, I know that that's a message that's going to have to be out there, but I, but just talking to the guys this week and we were, um, I had, I had a, a great opportunity to hang out with a bunch of the guys like one-on-one this, this week because of something we're doing with discover Albany. Um, they're not, they want they want to lock up the number one seed if they can, and they know the only way they can do that is to win the next two games. I don't think anybody's coming in this one half ass. I, I think it's going to be all ass. Good, that's all a good ass. thing to hear because just like you, <laughs> just nothing but ass, <laughs> just ass. I just want someone from one hundred and five. Billy Gunn is coming out. 
ass. I'm sorry. Can someone at 106 just scream out to LeVac and say, nothing but ass today, LeVac. You hear me? <laughs> nothing but ass. <laughs> hey, double crooked letter. Let's go. Let's get it, boys. I got to bring the Levactus. I'm ready. All right. I'm happy right. to hear So I got that. the jersey back. That was, remember, I had the most Levactus. We used to be out there with the jerseys. I, I started wearing the polo. Yeah. I started being presidential. That crap's over. My presidential reign is going straight into the Trump area where I don't care what you think. I'm going to be loud, proud, and get out there, okay? I'm, not, I'm going I'm going Washington. Wooden teeth, taking down cherry trees. I'm not scared. That kind of, pro- I'm not, that kind of party. Washington, wooden teeth, and looking for ass. Our first president of the country one. Is that Richard? <laughs> yeah. That? Yeah. yeah, as Lincoln once said. Ass. No. Uh, <laughs> ass uh, with Haig back, he won't let it be nothing. Be all ass. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Like, dude, I'm telling you, this is going to be a game. I think the. I think that I had somebody ask me from another team. Hey, we really like the Pearl Street Bullies shirt. Dude, like, how do you feel about your team being called bullies? I'm like, oh, oh, no. I'm sorry, buddy. The, that's that's it is the team but it's the fans <laughs> like, <laughs> like the the it's it's albany like when you get on pearl street and you know listen in the seats hey we'll high five you whatever you know in the bars before after the game we could share beers talk a little crap when it's going you ain't welcome here <clears throat> the pearl street bullies is such an awesome name that is so thank good you. that should thank be you. on a t-shirt but thank you it uh, is actually, and you can get it here. Uh, the MVP arena tonight for the game, as well as our website, Albany Empire at AL.com. I had the button there because the YouTube comments won't like that because that's what the people most like to complain with on YouTube is how that defense for Albany plays it. Oh, that's a dirty hit. It's after the whistle. They're playing too. That's where YouTube likes. And I don't know if that's an NAL thing. It doesn't feel like it's an NAL thing. It feels like it's very specific to the Empire defense and the style in which they play, which it makes it more likable for the home fans they're gonna love the defense tonight but they have become a hated unit in this league this year which which is hysterical to me because we've taken way more dirty hits than we've given out we we play to the whistle sometimes through it but we play hard that's what we do you know we've got two guys who came back from suspension i get that you're you're looking at that saying it's because that this (laughs) there's a target on your back when you're a champion there's a bigger target on your back when you've only been in a league for one year and you're a champion so yeah, the people people test us. They test our gangster, and they find out. Don't test our gangster. Don't do it. Uh, I saw two questions in our comments I want to get to. So if you want to continue to leave your comments, let us know. Before we do that, I want to give love to Mohawk though. Our friends over at Mohawk, Mohawk Honda, Mohawk Chevrolet. If you're here in Inside MVP Arena, you see that first down. Thanks to Mohawk Chevrolet. You're looking for a new vehicle wherever it might be. You want to support the Albany Empire. You want to support Levac and guys. We tell you to head over to the Mohawk family to get a ride. That supply chain is so weird right now. Take advantage of it. Trade in your car. Get a new one and get money in your pocket. You might be able to trade in your vehicle for the same price you paid for it. That's how insane it is this summer. Mohawk Honda, Mohawk Chevrolet, wherever you want to stop over, say hello. Malta, Glenville, Mohawk Chevrolet, Mohawk Honda. We love them. She's not selling vehicles. Mohawk. She'd help you. Mohawk family. Or they go out of their way to she, please you. She's Mohawk family. She bought a, didn't she, she did. Yes, yeah. yeah, she did. She won't sell it at your house. I just have this idea now of people showing up to Syracuse. Can I just buy your car? Please, I, mean, I heard it on the pregame show. Hi, we Gaz, under, we hi. understand your car is a Mohawk car, and it's owned by two famous actors. And we'd like to make you a <laughs> uh, over blue book value offer. I think I'm helping. Have you watched Pretty Little Liars? <laughs> See that person in the background uh-huh. of that one scene? And that's Gaz's CRV? parents. Uh-huh. 
See him. They've broken wind in that CRV. How you doing? How you disgusting. doing? Uh, I believe it How was. There you say your prayers are disgusting. I believe it was Richard. Hopefully, I got this name right on here. Oh, it is Richard. Somebody had asked about what you could say about expansion because there was a story about expansion. I don't even know if we can talk about that. I know the press release is out there now. Yeah, Fayetteville. We're on Fayetteville, baby. We're going to have at least seven teams next year. Um, right now, Steve. That's... Hi, Steve. Um, any more news on expansion teams? Uh, Fayetteville's locked, loaded, ready to go. And uh, that's that's all I know right now. I know that they're let's, let me let me. You know what the hell? Everybody's saying stuff they shouldn't be saying lately, especially on Facebook. <laughs> I know there was there were teams that were we were flirting with a year ago that I don't think fully went away, but did not join. I know there's there's a lot of interest from other leagues because of what we're able to do. And I got to be honest with you: when you have a Final Four of Tommy Grady, Mason Espinosa, Arvel Nelson, and Sam Castronova, other leagues look over and go. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we thought we were good. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess, I guess, maybe, just maybe, the NAL is where it's at. We're definitely the we're, we're the we're the league to reckon with. So I, I think you'll see teams jump in pretty quickly. Oh, I want to follow up, but I know at this point. So look, that's I'll a, answer it if I can. I won't if I can't. Seven's an odd number that you can say yes to. All right, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I would Ooh. assume the number would not stay at seven. I'll just leave that there. It, uh, I will gonna, tell you this: we. The only reason I know this is because last year, if you remember correctly, we had New Jersey was part of the NAL, and we knew San Antonio was coming in. We hadn't announced it yet. And I thought the same thing you thought. I was like, dude, but seven teams, how are you going to do this? I have been told by people far smarter than me when it comes to, to math and whatnot that it's actually easier to make the schedule they'd like to make with seven than six. So... We could very well roll forward with a seven. I will politely say whoever told you that I would like to disagree with them and see their math on that, but I will uh, I will hold my judgment until I see how they would tell me a seven team schedule is easier than six. Do you, do you, but we'll you find know, out. Do you want to know why I agree so quickly? I ain't making that damn schedule. <laughs> I got no interest in doing that kind of. You know, if I move this team here, and then there's an open arena day there, and then nope, no out piece. No, thank you. Michael wrote, let's go Predators. Michael, you ain't from around here, is you? <laughs> Michael, Michael, actually, Michael's not even talking football. He just likes people who try to, like, abduct people and whatnot. You know what, though? The reason I brought up Michael's <laughs> The reason I brought up Michael's comment is this, is that Orlando has had a tradition of a really good following, like, for years. So the fact that the Predators are likely not going to be in the playoffs. This is not a playoff team for the well, final. There could teams. be. There's scenarios out there. That's right. Like There's tickets for sale. They're likely not going to be in. The fact that they're still oh, on support. Whoa, 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 celebrity guest. Celebrity guest. My boy Trayvon Shorts. Let's go on. Trayvon Shorts going to join us a little later in the pregame show. Yes. I got to hang out with him yesterday. I haven't seen him. I, I love talking to that dude. Just not about basketball. He's a big Celtics fan. I ain't got no love for that. Don't worry. We've already asked. I love for that. Hey, I know that guy walking around, too. Uh, yeah. Shorts is impact. Don't worry. We're going to talk to Andrew St. Tillo as well, whether or not he's going to be on a pitch count, a limit after how good he played in the last home game. I don't think Andrew St. Not Andrew St. Trayvon Shorts. Is he like, if they're trying to keep him like, from the playoffs. Uh, sorry, guys. That's the last time I can say that's another Mohawk Chevrolet first down. Ah, <laughs> uh, you have to take the next one. Reggie just like walks off the broadcast in the third quarter. Some kids up there with me doing it. Yeah. This guy's all by himself. <laughs> he just, he hit his pitch count. There's only so many. There's only so many times you can reset that we're at the MVP arena for the pink game, and he had he got up to 35, and it was time. It was time he had lockjaw. It was bad. 
Uh, just because he just walked by. I'm like firing away. Thank you for all these comments. This is awesome, Tay. We appreciate it, especially some great comments coming in. Uh, this one from Steve. You want me to read this? You want yeah, to read go ahead. it? Go ahead. Darius Prince said it best. We are the team to beat without having to bring it in the vets and replace the men that got us here. Uh, Darius is right around the corner. He can hear everything you're saying. The, the beauty of Darius Prince is he is a leader. He is in my humble opinion, the best player in the game right now. Uh, I saw the question on one of the fan pages who should be on the, on the cover of a video game for the NAL. And anyone who thinks it's not Darius is wrong. Like, yeah, there's two schools of thought. People who think Darius should be the guy on there. And then people who don't know what the F they're talking about. That's, that's how that works. So he says what he says, what he thinks. And he's, he's, when it comes to this kind of stuff, he's rarely wrong. Yes. Uh, yes to all that, and I'll take it a step further. I love that there are people getting involved via different avenues. We'll call it non-traditional media. What's that we'll say? Right. That the players have their own personalities. Can let what they feel. They have a platform to let it be said. I think that's cool. It's, I think if you do it the well, right you, way, that's really cool. Remember, people care you about remember that. Remember last stuff. year, and I and Darius and I had this conversation. Last year, Darius would give me a hard time to get him on more TV, more radio, more this and that. And then he'd get there and he'd be like, I don't really want to do it. Classic ad. You know, and <laughs> it's, it's a classic and it, ad, But yeah. this year, like, I've, like, he did Inside the Walls. He did, you know, he's done TV, he's done radio, he's done everything. And yeah, you're, this year, you're meeting the real Darius Prince when he does interviews. Like last year, he kind of was reserved. He was there. This year, you're meeting the real Darius. Every time DP cracks the microphone or whatever, you're meeting the real one. And that's all I could ever ask because he's like, I love that guy. Like I do. So, um, you know, but I'm a terrible person. So I don't know what that says. But, oh, shit. He heard me say something <laughs> nice about him. Damn it. I mean, he's a jerk. Diva <laughs> wide receiver, clearly full of himself. <laughs> Stinks. Stinks. He's, yeah, poopy breath. You know, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying all these nice things about you. And I saw you walk by. I'm like, crap. I don't want to know. I think nice things about him. We said Dwayne Hollis is what we said before that. That's what we were talking about. That's, That's a, right. Yeah. Dave, a, Dwayne Hollis. I'm, ho I'm Hollis Continent. <laughs> Instead of Hollis Island, Hollis Continent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes. I love him. Uh, no, could, he's the best. He really is. This is uh, the uh, – I, I enjoy these efforts here on the comments. There's some roster questions out here. Go ahead. Uh, kicker tonight. Kathy's looking to know who's kicking tonight. Can we do that one? We can, we can keep that one to the chest if we have to. Do you want to say it? Can I see? Do you want to say it? Mm, okay. Do you want to say it? He's <laughs> back, baby. <laughs> Captain Deuce himself. Straight from the mean streets of Columbia. He's little in stature, but he's big in boot. He's Mr. Mark Asco. Glad you said it because I was not going to do that. <laughs> That's like huge. That? That's that is a massive. Lavacness with, Levac with the Oroskis. Co Coach Hal is fired up. That's right. I love I it. Saw, um, so he first got back into town early this week. He's walking around downstairs at the MVP arena with no freaking shoes on. Okay. <laughs> All right. Second. They're doing construction down there, which has been a pain right in the tuckus, but the guys are doing a great job. The arena is working with us to make it work. I look down and I say, I swear to all that is holy, Mark. If you hurt yourself and you can't kick this week after I've waited so long to see you again, Vaca did a great job for what we asked him to do. Was, I love the dude, whatever. But you're our guy. I'm, I'm going to flick you in the eye. I'm going <laughs> to right in the eye. Right in the eye. So, and then he's climbing, he's climbing up and doing stuff. I'm like, stop 
you go sit in the bubble wrap. No, he'll be. He's good to go. He's very good to go. Wear shoes. Other slides. <laughs> I saw Daniel Rossi. I like this one. Daniel Rossi saves on the ball budget tonight. Okay, so I got. I have to make. <laughs> I do. I, I don't have to, but I'll do it. I'm going to make an announcement. A lot of people ain't going to like. Due to a shortness of kicking balls, any kicked ball tonight, you will be given the option to, to trade it, but you will have to return kicked balls. Anything that goes in the stands, like a like a errant pass stuff like that, those are still souvenirs. Kicked balls tonight. Any ball off a foot has to be returned. We're doing our best to make sure everybody continues to have that great experience, but at the same time, we need to make sure we can continue to play the freaking games. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, a follow-up to that question is, is that because a strategy in tonight's game may be similar to the strategy we saw in one of the more recent uh, games? No. no, okay. no it's, it's, I have no, to be perfectly honest with you, I have no idea what the strategy is. I just know that after calling every single team in the league, every manufacturer that we could find, everything else, to get more balls here faster, uh, the, we need to take this step to continue the season. And we're not the only team doing it. Yeah, right. Um, there so, was like 15 balls in the stands in the last home game. Like, it, it became, everybody was moving over Levac. Like, Andrew and I had a great time with them on the broadcast because we're like, yeah. all right, we're catching on to it. We're figuring, right. because some, unfortunately, some of the writers here locally were like, I can't believe the kicking game. Like, you got to right. kick it. Right. No, no, it, this is it a was strategy. strategy. It was strategy. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I felt, I did feel bad for Vodka because I don't think people realized that that's exactly what was, you know, like you said, some people got it, some people didn't. Um, but, and, and again, let's <laughs> see. DJ, I'm telling you, I love this. Uh, DJ, boo, but okay. <laughs> Just the kicked ones, right? Just the kicked ones. So, like, if Sam goes to throw it, and you know, actually, let's not say Sam, because Sam, every pass from Sam is perfectly in the hands of Darius Prince or whoever else. Yeah, you know, uh, whoever's quarterback in the Predators tonight. He throws it, bounces off somebody's hands, goes in the stands. That's a souvenir. Sure, I'll offer you a trade for that one, but that's a souvenir. However, all kicked balls, you got to get back. That's sorry. And it's, and it's, it's it's merely survival. It's not, and it's and like the the deal is this: we've called everyone. We called we called manufacturers that we told we didn't want to work with anymore because they weren't getting them to us, and we changed who we we're getting the balls from, and and they were like, yeah, we'd give them to you, we just don't have them. So that's that's you know, have you decided? Oh, I get it, DJ. He sits front row of uh, one twenty seven. <laughs> I get it. I get it, DJ. And you do too, good man. I just, I, but I get it. I understand because that's something we, you know, from the day I took this job, one of my first things I wanted to do was get a ticker so that every time a ball went in the stands, we'd have a new post and it would keep showing. And at the end of the day, it'd be like, you know, 31 lucky fans went home with a souvenir tonight and a picture of the ball. Um, and if we could get more, we wouldn't do any of this. There was an awesome shot of the most recent home game with three kids right next to each other, all with balls. It's like, all right, if all those kids got hooked up, that just made their day. That made their weekend, maybe their summer. So having that all happen is great. You mentioned the kickballs, right? So it's like if the strategy is to keep it on the field for these kickoffs, that might be a far smaller number than we've seen this season anyways. Uh, extra points and all that. I, I want to go to the staff, though. Have you figured out who's going to have that? job of going to the fan and asking for the ball back who's going on is it benny wednesday is it <laughs> no, radar who's got the gig radar radar left radar oh i'm sorry i didn't know that back to school i'm yeah. sorry i didn't know that radar he's, yeah he's doing some thing with his family and they, yeah uh i would love to send benny wednesday he would just sit there and just look at him like come on man please just, have the like, ball. just please don't do this to me portnoy's in town i'm already going to be called a fraud for my pizza thing 
Um, <laughs> no, our guys will go and they'll, they'll nicely and politely ask. And if worst case, case scenario, MVP arena security will have to come get the ball. You, I say you go in the stands and ask for him. Fight I'll do it, it to the death. I'll do it. If I, but if I'm going in, I'm coming for every ball. Like I'm, I want them all. <laughs> let's go. You guys want some? Let's go. You want some? You want some presidential ass kickings? I'll try to. I'll try to draft Howland. It'll be the president of the Associate <laughs> Glenville School Board, the president of the Empire, versus anyone who's got the ball to, to go against us. Get it? Because they have the ball. Get it? Sorry. Drafted it. You got the Howlness for that? How? Come on. He's probably driving in. He probably can't hear any of this. Um, He'll listen on replay. Yeah. Impressed. Oh. Uh, my boy Justin, Justin's like, I'll volunteer as ball enforcement next week. Let's go. Oh, we can Kepner, get Justin to do Kepner it. Kepner yes. said, "Bring it." All right, Kepner, you want to go? You want to? You want to? You want to piece this? <sighs> no, no, no. I want Justin out there. He's a yeah. former pro pro football player. You can get out there and do it. It'll be fun. It's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a good time. Everybody, listen. It's all about it's all about prolonging the good times. Let the good times roll. Just don't take my damn football. <laughs> I'll take the ball and you go home. In pain. I'm going pro wrestler all night tonight. What are the last stories? All night pro wrestler. Oh, I'm not, all but night. Ultimate I'm Warrior, yeah. Macho yeah. Man, Randy Savage. Oh, yeah, you want a football from me, brother? I'll tell you something right now. You think of the worst thing you can imagine, and it's not a green singing in the Sahara compared to what Levac's going to do to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, go ahead. My kid loves Macho Man. Oh yeah! Next time you see him, you oh wait, if I, if I maybe he'll he like me it. finally. <laughs> Dude, love Macho Man. Oh yeah! Oh, I feel like it's the best parenting I've done so far. Teach my child who Macho Man Randy Savage is. Uh, just to add some things about the Orlando, the Scott report for the visiting team tonight. Joshua Jenkins, number two, leading the league in tackles right now. You know, what? I want I want to sit on Jenkins for a second though. This is the second home game in a row where the leading tackler in the league has played against Albany. Is that because defenses aren't very good? Like when a team is struggling and you're just on the field a lot longer? That's what I'm wondering about some of these defensive stats this season, if that's the reason why. Also, big Freddie Booth, big 99, leading the league in sacks. So it's all about defense. You were Freddie. Oh, yeah, I got a sack for you, Freddie. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Poor guys are probably eating their pregame meal right now downstairs. Uh. <laughs> Joshua Jenkins, second in the league in tackles. He's one tackle behind Smith from Jacksonville. And then Randall. Eight picks. So there you go. Those are two big time players who can make some plays. Booth and Randall going forward for Orlando. And then their quarterback. We've met let's listen off so many good quarterbacks this year. And now the quarterback for Orlando. You wonder if like can he have as great as a game as somebody else? Maybe not. Desmond Maxwell. He's okay. Like he gets out of the pocket, he makes plays. Castanova rushing wise is sitting above him on a lot of stats, but Maxwell is the quarterback to look out for today to see what type of plays he can make as well. The the interesting thing about our roster, too, is like, you know, you hear a lot of people just like, oh, they're too dependent on Prince. And they're too this. First of all, it's Darius freaking Prince. Second of all, no, we're not. We got Aaron Washa. We got, we got my man Wade. We got we get Hollis out there. Hollis, who's a defensive back by nature, he's out there having a blast catching footballs. It, it's, we got a hell of a team, a hell of a roster. And if you have paid attention to any of Trayvon Short's social media, my man wants the ball. He's a linebacker by trade, but he is enjoying the hell out of being a running back. And he has told me, and no one's, I'm not going to tell you all the things he's told me. Um, he has told me that he wants to have a bigger game each and every week. He what? He wants to have a bigger game each week. He 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 does not want to take his foot off the gas at all. He said, "By man, I'm going to say it." He said it. It's a quote. I did not say this. He said, 
he wants to be known as the best player to ever wear number four in Albany. That's his goal. That's a, that's okay. a big goal. He didn't say with any disrespect intended. He just said that's how big he wants to play, and I love that. I love that kind of hunger. And the fact that, you know, again, this is not your traditional position. He He's just enjoying it. He wants to play fullback. So I think that's, that's a cool goal. I want to be the biggest 22 ever, which oh, already done. I'm way larger <laughs> than, than, than Hollis. So. Back, back to the shorts thing, though. He's a whole different running back from what we're used to. Like the other running backs that used to come out of the backfield, they were huge guys, massive, yeah, yeah. massive. And that yeah. it, he is just an athlete back there that is making plays. I guess a more traditional running back. And I think some fans will know what I'm talking about that more of an athlete back there that if he actually does get open field, he can make plays. We're going to hear from him. We're going to hear from Andrew Santillo. Uh, the only other storyline. Well, I will tell you the other thing yeah. I told shorts. I said, if you are able to win a championship, you won one as a linebacker. Now, if you win one primarily as a running back, you join one other dude who's ever done that. And he is our coach, Jay Rich. Because remember, Jay Rich was the Mac backer in 19, and then he was the fullback in 21. I'm uh-huh. sure I'm sure Coach Jay Rich has been helping shorts out. That's, he actually that's has. a question. Well, oh, don't yeah. forget, too, Coach Jay Rich is also active. <laughs> <laughs> so uh the the last storyline I have with you, unless you've got anything else coming is I guess back to what we talked about early on in this pregame show. Is there any extra motivation for some of the players on the Empire roster today over what's happened in the league? Like, hey, it's our game today and starting for the rest of the season to show that we're the best team in the league. I don't know how those guys are feeling. You might have the better feel on this because the news is still so fresh of if that's it. Even uh, you know why I'm saying that though. I'm watching a Michael Jordan commercial right, right. now, right? And people right. find their motivation. I don't know how many players, if any, are like that today, where this is going to give them some extra motivation today. Um, I don't think it hurts. I really don't. I, you know, the these guys. Remember, the season starts probably the worst way it could in game one. Refs didn't know exactly what they were doing. Things didn't go right. You you saw a Carolina team come in and eat their lunch. They get their act together on the road, start winning football. Then they lose a bunch. And I think when you saw this team lose three games, right, they all of a sudden were looked at like they weren't the best team in in arena football. And it lit a fire. I think it kind of took a little bit of pressure off too. This Carolina team being addressed is just like, oh, well, you got Grady and you got this and you got that and you got the other thing. Well, now you're, you're the favorite, even though you were already numbered the top seed. Like now there's no doubt about it. I I can I, I can see where these guys are looking around the locker room and going, <laughs> oh, they think we got worse just because they got better. No, that's not how it works. We're still us. That wide receiver room in Carolina is busting at the seams. Like you talk about like. Like you know, how many how many footballs does Grady have to throw around? That's the real question because that's that's it's talent down there. But we've got chemistry. We got a good team. We have a really good team. Talent and a lot of guys who want the football, as you just said, and it's true. You only got one, so you've got to figure right. out a way in which to make that work. And I'm curious, like that question of if it's an extra motivator doesn't have any type of play in today's game. That seems like a question that's going to answered really early in the game. If you see a little bit extra sauce on a celebration. If you see a player looking for a camera, trying to like send a message over to another team, which please do that. That will make the broadcast fantastic. <laughs> but 
Prince still over there. That will make the broadcast great on YouTube today and in the stands if you see something like that. I hope I hope the answer is yes. We'll find out. That'll be one of the great storylines to follow tonight. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited. And and look, Orlando will come motivated to play us. They, you know, the ownerships are are friendly. Um, we've worked with their front office. They've worked with ours. Players know each other, outlaw stuff like that. Like all these things, man. It's not like they're going to come up here and go, "Well, we're pretty much out of it. Let's let Albany have one." No, they're going to come up here and think, "Let's let Albany have it." So it's going to be a hell of a game. Get your popcorn ready. Come on, come on, baby. Before you, before you head off and go do your duties, all the great things, yeah, shout out to Jerry Lozier, 518-956-3753. Insurance policies, the summer is officially here. We want to make sure you're saving cash this summer. The best way to do it is to call our friend, a proud sponsor of the LeVac and Gaz show, and proud supporter of the Albany Empire, Jared Lozier at Northeastern Insurance. You got the summer vacation on the way. You got a big trip planned. You want some extra cash? Check your policies on your home, your car, your small business, the insurance policies. Shop the market for free. One email, simple and easy. J-A-R-E-D-L at nemail.com. You email him or you text him, 518-956-3753. Say, I'm looking for a free quote. You get the free quote. You save money. Jared Lozier, Northeastern Insurance. All right, I got to go. I got stuff to do. All right. I got my guys are calling. I'm going to lean so. over to your computer. Don't touch me. Don't go out here. try to put this video on, which I think I know what I'm going to do. This is our favorite part of the show where will guys figure out technology? I think uh, I got it, LeVac. All right, let's see if you can do it. I'm watching. Which one do you want? That one right Santilla. there. We're going to go to the voice of the Albany Empire, Andrew Santillo. Join us in the pregame show next. You hit play. <laughs> the Empire pregame show continues to roll on. We are joined by Andrew Santillo. The full Albany broadcast team is here. So we've got so much news going on in the NAL. We're kind of going to stay away from that a little bit. I'm sure our YouTube comments will be more than happy to share that news with us. We're just going to focus here on the game between Albany and Orlando. Before the teams actually kick off, I think we have to address the storyline of the bye week. Albany's coming off a of bye week. Do you see that playing a factor, if at all, in a game like this? I, I mean, I don't really. I mean, I think if anything, it's a it's a positive. I mean, you know, uh, if you look at Albany season, I mean, they started they lost the first game at home, then they won four in a row, then they lost three. Now they've won a couple. So, you know, if anything, by this late in the year, I think can only help you because you got guys who, you know, I mean, especially, you know, offensive defensive line and Ironman guys who've been going, you know, playing on both sides of the, of the football so a little bit of break at this time of the year, I don't think is the worst thing. I think even Coach Manas would say, you know, it gives him a chance to kind of review the tape, if you will, look around, you know, is this the team he wants to take into the playoffs? Are there pieces to be added? You know, are there, um, you know, is is this where, you know, are you, as every coach says, you are you hitting the high, you know, hitting the high point of your season as you enter the playoffs? And You know, the Empire have a, a playoff spot, which they clinched, um, you know, so they, they have a seat at the table to defend their 2021 championship. So I think a buy this late in the season actually, I think, will be a benefit because it gives the guys kind of a break, you know, from that that grinding, you know, um, you know, season week in, week out, traveling, playing at home. You know, you get a little bit of time off and come back hungry, uh, you know, this this weekend. You mentioned the Empire clinching that bye week, and it's so interesting. Or excuse me, clinching the playoff spot, clinching the playoff spot during the bye week, which is always yeah. a bizarre thing to celebrate when you're watching someone else play. Uh, the, the theme, I think, for this game is still a home playoff game, even though Orlando's in an off season, we'll call it, of not the year they wanted. But it seems as if 
win and win and hope for a Carolina loss. That's the goal, not just a home playoff game, but have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you've seen, uh, you know, with uh, the injury to, to Jonathan Bain, the quarterback for the, the Cobras, um, you know, we, when we talked before the last uh, home game, you know, you're thinking, okay, can they get the two seed? Now there's a scenario, a, a very likely scenario, um, you know, or at least a, a possible scenario um, that they could they could clinch that number one seed, which obviously is where, you know, where you want to be. Um, you know, you want to host these games. Um, this is what happened last year. You know, they were able to host the semifinal in the championship. So they're defending the championship. Obviously, they want to play the semifinal game at home. They want to play the championship game at home. But I think they kind of want to roll, um, you know, into the playoffs, right? So, you know, they've won a couple of games in a row now, finish out um, with two teams that are not headed to the postseason, you know, got Orlando and San Antonio. So I think, you know, um, this is potentially, you know, a kind of a trap game, if you will, even though I don't think Coach Manas lets the guys think that way, um, you know, because you're playing a team that's lost four straight games. They're not in the playoff position. So you may be thinking, okay, you know, we're kind of riding high at this point. And, uh, you know, you've won a few games in a row. But, again, I think this group is hungry to repeat, um, you know, hungry to get there, hungry to be in a, put it themselves in the best position to repeat as champions. So I, I don't see this being a trap game, but this could be, you know, it has the scenario set up to be, a, you know, a type of a trap game. Orlando's got a lot of pieces out of place in terms of quarterbacks and, again, lost four games in a row. So, We'll see what happens. I think, you know, you're playing at home. The home crowd will be there. So I, I think everybody will be revved up for this one. Um, and so, you know, I think the Empire are going to play well. And if they play well, they should do they should do pretty well against Orlando. On our most recent home broadcast, I had mentioned during the broadcast. And by the way, he's coming up later in the pregame show, so be nice to him. Trayvon Shorts, we had said that that performance by him out of the backfield is the best performance by any running back in the history of the Empire at home. Because of how good he played in that most recent home game, could you see that potentially being a new way for this offense to focus more on shorts getting the football out of the backfield? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think, you know, he obviously uh, is making his presence felt on both sides of the field. Um, you know, he's, he's a, a big piece on the defense. Uh, but this has been a new wrinkle over the last few weeks, giving it to, to shorts. Um, and he's been able to, you know, he's got you know three touchdowns rushing, but he's got almost 100 yards. But I also think he really complements – Sam Castronova's ability to run the football as well. I mean, if you look at the Empire, they have 17 rushing touchdowns. Last year, I think they may have had, you know, four or five the whole season. I mean, this is really a team now that looks to run the football in certain scenarios. And I think Castronova, Sam Castronova, the starting quarterback, is the league's leading rusher and league's leading rushing touchdown scorer. So with him in shorts, they really do have that ability to run the football, um, which, you know, further diversifies this offense and, and so it makes it harder to game plan but you've seen shorts ability I mean he's you know he's six foot one 230 but he's he's really got the ability to hit the holes and kind of make big gains on teams because you know you're traditionally in this league looking for passing plays you know so if you can hit them on a play where they think you're passing shorts has been able to rip off some big gains it's fun for us for broadcaster to talk about the storylines involving Sam Castronova but we are at this point now in mid-July where I know he's good, but there are sometimes I don't even know who he is. And I, what I mean by that is that week one, he doesn't start. He gets benched on the road against the San Antonio team that hadn't won a game at that point. You just li listed off all of his stats. Do you have a feel yet of who Sam Castronova is as a quarterback in comparison to the other quarterbacks in the league? 
I mean, I think, you know, it is interesting. I mean, there's been so many injuries around the league in, in terms of the quarterback position. Um, you know, we've seen it. Almost every team has had a quarterback go down or had to shuffle. Um, you know, even Sam got knocked out of a game. Um, and like you said, he was benched in one of the games. But, yeah, it is it is remarkable to see a guy who's thrown for 45 touchdowns and rushed for 11 touchdowns. I mean, he's really had some some really good performances, especially at home. Um, I think – you know, he's kind of like a gritty type of quarterback. You know, he's, he's not a, you know, a guy who kind of just stays in the pocket and was going to throw 30 to 40 times a game. I mean, he's not afraid and we've seen it to put his head down. Um, you know, if things break down, he's got a little bit of mobility to him, which I think has made him um, more effective and his ability to run the football, I think has opened up also passing, you know, situations for them because, you know, he, like I said, he's got 11 touchdowns rushing, which leads the league, you know, and, and then almost 50 touchdowns passing. So, I mean, I think he's really almost thrust himself into that conversation for, for MVP, as strange as it sounds, because Jonathan Bain had kind of lapped the field. Um, you know, and if you're, you know, quarterbacks are traditionally the, the players who are going to get that love when you're talking about an MVP. I mean, we could talk about Darius Prince all day and how he leads the league in receiving yards and receptions and receiving touchdowns. But I think Sam has really, I, to your point, you know, I think, we maybe haven't seen his best yet. And, you know, we came into the league, into the season, not really knowing we saw him last year when he came as an opposing player. Um, when he played with Carolina, he came and played against Albany um, in Albany. Uh, so, you know, we, we didn't really know what to make of him. And like you said, he wasn't the starter at the start of the year, but he's really, I think kind of settled in, uh, you know, as the starter. And, and I think he kind of takes on the, the, personality of this team if you will I mean it's a gritty team again they lost three games kind of everyone had them in the league everyone around the league had them dead and buried you know when they were uh you know when they went on that three game losing streak to drop to four and four but I think you've seen how Sam's kind of able to you know put things together when he really needs to a win in this matchup against Orlando has put Albany in a really good spot for a home playoff game there's no doubt there but uh you mentioned to me right before we hit record of guys I've got to hear more about this doomsday scenario you've heard of. Do you see this potentially playing out? And for those that don't know about now that Mike Court is not in the room in LeVac, that if Carolina and Jacksonville play next week and decide actually we're not going to take the field or tie, both of those teams following a victory this week would both have home playoff games. What do you make of this, like, as LeVac's called it before, the Raiders-Chargers scenario that could play out next week? Yeah, well, I mean, I think, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, I think – Again, us in the media, we like to talk about it because it gives you all these like, whoa, will they do this? Won't they do this? You know, what happens if they do this? Should, you know, should it be allowed? Should the referees stop it? Or, you know, should they force the teams to play? You know, so I think it's a lot of like conjecture and stuff. I mean, I think, you know, should Albany lose this game this week? You know, I think, you know, it would probably be, you know, make the most sense, uh, you know, for those teams to kind of either try to figure out a way to tie so they could both host semifinals. Uh, do I think it's going to get to that point? I don't, um, you know, I hope it doesn't obviously because then you, you know, like you mentioned with uh, the NFL situation, you know, you start talking about like integrity of the league and, you know, is it, you know, you, you talk about all those crazy scenarios and I know for the league, I'm sure would just hope everyone goes out and tries to win every game they're playing because then they don't have to deal with those type of conversations. Um, you know, so I don't see that happening, but I mean, it, I guess if Albany does lose this week, it's a very, you know, it's a, it's a situation, you know, it's something that I'm sure people are going to be discussing. 
Kickoff set for 7 o'clock on YouTube. The Albany Empire take on the Orlando Predators. I'll see you in a few hours here, Andrew Santillo. Enjoy the broadcast, and we'll talk it's to you. White out. White out. White out and pink out we got going on. So pink? I know – yeah, Brian, right, you and I both got the white shirts when we're talking right now, but we could have potentially some pink in our wardrobe when you see us up in the, I'll call it the rafters of MVP arena. <laughs> there goes our guy, Andrew Santillo, one half of the Albany Empire broadcast team. Always an awesome time to have him on helping us preview the game. Coming up, guys, here with you. Levac is off doing his presidential duties. We've got Trayvon Shorts coming up on the way here on the Albany Empire pregame show. Kickoff set for 7 o'clock, NVP Arena, as they host the Orlando Predators. Before we get to our interview with Trayvon Shorts, we want to tell you about the people that make this show possible. Lily and David Fine Jewelers, Route 50, the shops of Wilton. If you're looking for that wonderful gift this summer, five years ago this week, proposed to my now wife about the engagement ring at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Now, maybe you're celebrating that summer anniversary a birthday something great in your life look her up with something great lillian david fine jewelers family owned and operated business Alyssa, david and the entire crew there out in wilton will make sure you find something that fits your budget and that she will continue to get compliments on for years to come stop in say hello whatever it is whether it's earrings a necklace the engagement ring two for one wedding band sale and more they've got it all going on at lily and david fine jewelers route 50 the shops of Wilton, if you're heading up this year, that Saratoga Wilton area, make sure to stop in and check out their selection. We love support Lily and David. Find jewelers and we stop in. Tell me you heard about it from the Albany Empire pregame show, Levac and Goss, wherever it may be. All right, let's keep the pregame show rolling on here. We've got our interview with Trayvon Shorts. That interview is on the way next. on here at Empire fans have seen this guy getting in the end zone this season. Trayvon Shorts joins us. And before we talk about this week's game, I want to talk about the last home game. Because I said on the broadcast, I'm going to make you feel strange and awkward out of the gates because I called it the best single game by a running back ever, ever in the history of the Albany Empire. Why did you feel like going into that game you could have such a performance like you did in that most recent home game? Uh, I was actually tired of losing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I finally got the opportunity to showcase my abilities at running back to where I can have the coaches trust me enough to hand me the ball more. So felt as though just kept <laughs> kept going one step at a time, really. When you had that conversation with the coaching staff saying, like, hey guys, like if I get the football, I can make some plays. How did that go? Was it you going out to them? Was it them reaching out to you? Take us through that process of how all of a sudden we saw Shorts getting the football and getting in the end zone. So last year, it was always a joke. When, when we didn't have the Ironman rules, I used to always mess with Coach Wayne and be like, yeah, you know, you get in the end zone now, you give me the football. We always used to joke around like that. But going into this year, I had to play both ways. And I was competing for the running back position, but I also came late because I started off the season with Carolina. So I had to basically earn my position on the team. So when I finally got the opportunity to, I was able to showcase it. Well, when you're telling that story, it feels like there was a little bit of chip on that shoulder, a little bit of extra motivated. Did it feel like that? Like, yo, you guys are making me prove myself now. That's all I need to show you how good I am on the field. Yeah. Definitely was. No (laughs) doubt. Uh, let's talk about this weekend's matchup coming up. An Orlando team that wins and losses-wise isn't where they want to be. 
But when you're scouting out this defense, you're looking at this team, what stands out to you on film? What stands out to me on film, they're very aggressive. They they actually know what they got. They got a lot of vets on their team, so they know the game, really. And they still have a chance to get into the playoffs, so we should expect everything from them, like getting their full effort, A-game, all type of trick plays and everything. So we've been preparing ourselves for that coming up this week. You guys have already punched playoff spot. You know you're going to play in the postseason, but there's so many different things that can happen now, potentially a home playoff game and more. Is that stuff even in the back of your guys' mind of prepping for the playoffs, or is it still the attitude, we're just focused about what we got to do this weekend? Yeah, we're just focused about what we got to do this weekend. We know if we win this game, then we went out and stuff fall in place, we could get first place, but our focus right now is Orlando. Take us through the bye week. So many different people do different things when you have that time away from football. What did you do during the bye week? Oh, I got to go back home. I'm from Washington, D.C., so went back home, chilled with the family, watched the fireworks, got some home cooking, really stayed off my feet, really chilled with my dog. <laughs> so you did a real bye week. There's some guys who talk about taking a bye week. You legit were like, football off the brain. I need this recharge, so I'm ready yeah. to go for this stretch <laughs> run. Yeah, but – don't get me wrong. So my last game in San Antonio, I had played both ways the whole game, and I was kind of winning. So when I went home, I've been working out twice a day. But even then, it's still more so just running agility drills, getting my feet right. I've been asking guys like this, your teammate Dwayne Hollis, who's seen stuff like this before, and others taking a Brandon Cisse, who's a veteran in this league, and others about taking care of that body. And it's almost been a theme from even before the season, like, Yo, when we hit July and August, your body's going to feel a lot different than all of a sudden in April. Do you got to be tricked, something that you've been doing? Like, okay, I know my body's going to be feeling good if I continue to do this and stay healthy. Uh, I actually stay off my feet a lot. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, so other than practice in the morning and my little workouts at night, I really just chill in the room, <laughs> chill in my bed. I don't really do too much try to stay off my feet because – the smallest things could tweak anything. So <laughs> I try to stay relaxed, just calm, calm, cool, level-headed for real. We hear sometimes that if you're a fantasy football player, you hear this term with coaches, like limit touches, limit what's going to happen. I feel like it's different for you because you were such an impact player on the field. And I know you're playing both ways and doing all these things. We have not had a discussion yet of them, I'm talking the coaching staff, limiting your carries for the rest of July, right? No. Okay, well, good. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to keep running the ball as hard as I can. I don't, it's up to them. They give me the ball, I'm going to do the best I can with it. <laughs> See, I bring that up because I know your coach, Coach Jay Rich, has been in a similar spot in his career like you have. He's been able to play defensive, have an impact, offense, have an impact. And I know when I let off this conversation talking about one of the best games ever by a running back in the history of the Empire, his eyes might have lit up and be like, you know, I played for the team, right? Like, you know, I got in the end zone a few times here and there. Has yeah. Coach Jay Rich given you any advice throughout the season of how you can continue to have the types of plays like you've had so far? Oh, most definitely. He gives me tips all the time. Like, he has sent me clips. We didn't definitely sat down and watch some of his old clips from when he played with Philly Soul against Albany and when he played with Albany and showed me the, his do's and don'ts. So he showed me plays where – he did good, and it's the proper steps and how we're supposed to do it. And he showed me plays what happened when he don't do the proper steps, and he missed the he missed the block or ended up not hitting that touchdown or something like that. So yeah, he's the man. Yeah, he's definitely a good guy. He is, Coach Jay Rich. We love him. We appreciate him. All right, we love to end these conversations on the pregame show. 
giving you the opportunity to tell the Capital Region sports fans, the fans here in Albany, New York, why this Saturday night at 7 o'clock, they got to come out to the MVP Arena to support you guys. Tell them why they got to be a part of the, the big party on Saturday night to watch you and your teammates take the field. Oh, yeah, this definitely should be one of the most exciting games of the year and one of the most packed games of the year. I've been really excited. I've been going around town this week. I've been helping out with the high school. I've been working some camps. So I, I know I got a good little crowd coming to the game this week. So uh, I've been feeling good. I'm, I'm feeling fresh. I don't feel like how you were talking about the, the end of the season injuries. Like I'm feeling good. Like I'm 100% fresh as a daisy, like ready to go. I'm excited for these last few games. You know what? I told you that was going to be the last question. You gave me a follow-up, though. So are we hearing about potentially coaching the future for you? Like, you're what do they call you? Coach Shorts? What's going on now? I like hearing <laughs> the story. Yeah, so uh, I've been working out with the uh, – I've been actually running this camp. And one of the coaches from the camp, coach at Albany High. And I've been talking to them. So I, you might see me out there in the coaching staff. I don't know yet. I'm like, I might step out there with Albany High this year. Uh -oh. They got a good little program. It's looking nice out there. Okay, so we got a little bit of breaking news here. Maybe Albany High, Trayvon Shorts. September, yeah. October, if all of a sudden the TV cameras start going on the sidelines and they're looking for you, we're going to know why. Because an Albany Empire player in the tips and everything he's learned at the professional level is coming to the 518 in the Capital Region section too. All those good things. Trayvon Shorts, you can see him carrying the football. Saturday coming up, 7 o'clock. Oh, the MVP, MVP Arena. Thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate you doing this, and best of luck this Saturday. No problem. Thank you. I appreciate it. There he goes, our guy Trayvon Short right there. Looking forward to watching him tonight. MVP Arena, kickoff set for 7 o'clock. Guys, here with you. Johnstone Supply and Troy, one of our proud sponsors, people that make this show possible. Make sure if you're looking this summer, whether it's the Capital Region or anywhere across upstate New York, you're looking for an AC unit. Johnstone Supply and Troy is your place. Give me a call today, 518-272-5922. 518-272-5922. 6th Avenue and Troy is their location. If you got those summer projects on the way, you're looking for those competitive prices, right in store. Johnstone Supply in Troy, 6th Avenue. Shout out to George. Shout out to Tom and Kevin, James, and everybody over at Johnstone Supply in Troy, making sure continue to do their great job and helping you do it as well proud sponsors here of godzilla media vacuum guys the albany empire pregame show and more johnstone supply and troy your spot to get a new ac unit those fujitsu duckless splits and more check them out this summer johnstone supply and troy sixth avenue and troy one more time for the number 518-272-5922 johnstone supply ny on facebook all right that's a wrap for our pregame show. Come join our broadcast 7 o'clock on YouTube or come to the block party. It's about to get underway here. MVP Arena, it's inside today. So come to MVP Arena, get a few drinks, have some fun. Come cheer on the Albany Empire with a chance to clinch a home playoff game today. Guys, looking forward to talking to you on the broadcast later tonight.